Okay. Speaking of girls, what would you give a an eighteen? Don't know. Oh, this is a long question to ask. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. Rise from your grave and join us for this week's Game Central podcast, episode 95. Man, that is a lot of episodes. Well, I've been infected with some kind of bacterium this week. I had become ill for the very first time in 2016. Gareth was ill himself yesterday. He wasn't, that was Don. It has been getting very cold of late, with the temperatures plummeting across the country. Do not look directly at your girlfriend's nipples when it is a cold, Don. <laughs> Why? Because you might get poked in the eye. Yep, we could have a Terminator 2 T-1000-esque accident of impaled propulsion. <laughs> Going through the milk, up into your jaw, and then out through your head into the fridge. <laughs> Do you like milk? I love milk. Do you drink it from the bottle? Yep. Fantastic. One person who never gets ill is Gareth. He would actually need to go outside and be exposed to the elements. As it stands, he is only exposed to very little being stuck in front of his PC, apart from semen fumes and his mouldy pot noodle containers under his bed. But you like it like that, don't you, Gareth? He wouldn't. Exactly. But enough of feeling ill. Let's be more positive. On this week's episode, we start, as always, with Don's tiresome Kojima news, then actual news, which makes some kind of sense and holds relevance. Then we'll be looking back to a previous podcast over a year ago in which we made predictions. Gareth has kindly tracked down these recordings and we'll find out once and for all who is the best predictor Then it's on to a new section that may replace Don's hot gosh shit if he doesn't get out of his seamlessly endless routine of abusing the hot gossip. <coughs> Don, if you can no longer channel hot gossip, don't force it. And don't pretend it's still relevant. You remind me of a classic musical artist who had great success early in their ear, early in their ear, early in their career, and then spent their later life touring local pubs. Okay? Look, last week's hot gossip was genuine, and you'll discover totally true. Okay. What is the new section, I predict, that I hear you ask? Well, it's entitled... Oh, what a sad cunt. A new section in which we look at great achievements in and around gaming that's undoubtedly impressive, but my goodness is it sad. Then we finish, as we do every week, with the still mundanely entitled What Have We Been Playing? We are the self-proclaimed king of puns, yet we still find ourselves using this tiresome, awful title. But before we start, let's get going to Don's which I will call for the last time if it isn't hot gossip. And if I hear Kojima's name once, we're just going to stop. <laughs> Don's hot gossip. It's a bit, a bit more of a diversion from uh, from games as well as a bit of a diversion from gossip, in fact, this week. So it's not hot gossip at all? Well, it's kind of gossip in that it's definitely confirmed as true. And is it hot? Depends what you do with it, to be honest. 
Okay. Because what I'm talking about here is um, a lot of people who are into games are also into Japanese culture and stuff like that. Manga and anime in particular. Hentai. Yeah, a bit of a generalisation. <laughs> well, a lot of them are, so just... Okay. Um, <laughs> a lot of people have... Uh, I say a lot of people. Some weird people. <laughs> Not... <laughs> Are you right, mate? Come on. If it's that funny, please share it with us. They, uh, you know, the anime... <laughs> oh, government... <laughs> exactly. Gareth mentioned hentai just a second ago. And actually, I bet he did. That's terribly feeding into what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, how would you like to own your very own life-sized anime schoolgirl? I would absolutely love that. Would... Depends how tall she is. <laughs> Well, Japanese girls are famously quite short, so... Another generalisation? It's not. They're famously short, so it's not generalisation at all. Okay. Um, so it's about five foot two. About your size, then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were a Japanese schoolgirl, Don. Well, <laughs> basically... Oh, my God. You can now buy your own life-size anime schoolgirl statue. No, your life-size one. Okay. It'll be a, a bit smaller for me and A life-size anime yeah. schoolgirl yeah. statue. Um, and it's of Is Megumi it Kato. Yep, it's of Megumi Kato from a series called Sekano, How to Raise a Boring Girlfriend. Wow. Which is, which is both appropriate and ironic, because she will be literally the most boring girlfriend you will ever have. Although also wow. the only girlfriend that some sad bastard who buys this will ever have, I imagine. Um, yeah, it, it's basically an actual statue of a... Painted in anime, so obviously big eyes and the cartoon shading and stuff. Um, and yeah, you can dress as a schoolgirl and you can just stand that in the corner of your bedroom and look at it as you slowly go to sleep. Oh, there's one other thing. It, it costs just over sixteen thousand dollars, so that's there, too much. There is, there is that. You There's could buy only a real schoolgirl for that. You could exactly. buy, you could buy more than one real schoolgirl for that. <laughs> or uh, you could buy sort of twice as many half schoolgirls. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, well, you'd be glad to know only ten of those are being made. So if you want one, Rob, you'll have to. Uh, Order. Uh, no, well, you know, Dom, when you did come up with this, I thought you were talking about these uh, sex dolls that are being made for uh, paedophiles. Have no, you seen those? I have seen those, but yeah. this is not one of those. How much are those? <laughs> you can buy them from America. They, they range in price. They start at around $3,500 and they go up to uh, over ten, depending on what features you want and extra additions. Yeah, because... They will make them more and more realistic, in inverted commas. So they uh, start off as kind of like a cabbage patch doll, <laughs> and then they go off to being quite realistic. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Oh, Gareth, don't look like you haven't been offered one on your local <laughs> NHS. <laughs> uh, it's basically there to stop paedophiles looking out for actual children, so you can have your own child sex doll, That's... which... Is that good? Is that a good thing, or...? <clears throat> Sounds like a paedophile starter kit. Yeah. If you're attracted yeah, I mean, to this, maybe you can work on a real kid someday. I mean, they'll claim it's obviously it's a piece of art. Yeah. Well, well, no, because they're made for that certain purpose. Uh, I mean, a woman's left a comment on it saying, uh, a bullet to the head will sort out a pedo's concerns about his desires. <laughs> if all pedos were killed when found out, I doubt they'd do it again. So that's very, very good. It, you know, 
Fantastic. Very, very, yeah, yeah, fantastic. There you go. Piece of advice there for law enforcement. Yeah, this has Next so time. little to do with games. <clears throat> or does it? Or does it? Exactly, no. Gareth. <laughs> <coughs> well, that was Don's hot. I don't even know what it was. Because <laughs> if it's gossip, Don, that means you've been gossiping with some highly unsavoury characters about statues of Japanese schoolgirls. Well, and I yeah. don't like to think where you got that gossip from. In order from. to get the gossip in the first place, I have to associate myself with some <laughs> strange individuals, the kind of people who are willing to. You Is know, it like Cracker or McIntyre? Behind the scenes chatter. Is it like what? Uh, Cracker, do you remember that? With. Jimmy Coltrane, whatever his name <laughs> Robbie is. Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he went later on to star in the Gears of War epic. And then you've got uh, that Michael McIntyre as well. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's almost exactly <laughs> like that. It's absolutely amazing. The dark web, as you call it. <laughs> Michael right. McIntyre's a comedian. Who's the other one, then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> McIntyre Investigates. It was a show. Yeah, there's another guy who also yeah, does... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Investigative undercover well, reporting. Well, there you go. That was Don's hot gossip. A little bit controversial this week, but Don is not afraid to go where others fear to tread. Correct. Maybe you should be. There you go. <laughs> like on a schoolgirl's windpipe. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, in the news this week, me and Gareth were really disgusted last week to find out that Sony have been trying to go around trademarking words. Oh. Uh, Let's Play has been rejected, luckily, isn't it, Gareth? Because then that could have started a floodgate of similar things trying to happen. Yeah, people could have tried to, like... Uh, I could see some company like maybe a Microsoft trying to patent the word, like, speed run or yeah. something like that, or high score. Yeah. Some shit like that, which I'm glad yeah. happen. Or Microsoft. <laughs> yep. Then we won't be able to say it out loud. No. No. Well, they they sued that bloke called Mike Rowe, who was a computer programmer, who opened a website called Mike Rowe Soft, <clears throat> and they sued him, saying that they people could confuse him for his website for a genuine yeah. Microsoft website. Well, that's really <laughs> sad, but bless sad. him. Uh, the new Hitman game is fully episodic. So, you know, I love Hitman. I really do like it. But is there time for a AAA game to be episodic, Dom? No. Nope. Because, you know, we've seen this, the sort of Walking Dead, Banner Saga and stuff like that. Are we going to start seeing our games being given to us in small little chunks? Uh, I fucking hope not. They seem to be doing something sort of similar with the... Uh... The Final Fantasy VII remake as well. Yeah. That's episodic in some form or other. But it depends how it's fed to people. I don't see the need for it, to be honest. Either you've finished the game or you haven't. If you yeah. haven't finished it, just put your hand up and admit to it that you need more time. Don't call it an episode. <laughs> just just yeah. tell us you've so not finished it and it's not the ready. First, the, the, when the game's uh, launched on March 11th, uh, it will launch only with a prologue mission and a Paris location. So you're basically playing one level at a time. So, the good thing about Hitman is that you can play through a level multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but that's still no excuse for this kind of distribution. Gareth, does it make you feel sick? It makes me want to vomit. How much is it going to cost for one episode? Uh, $15, uh, while each subsequent 
one will go for around seven ninety nine. Yeah, and conveniently they'll all total up to cost more than a standard game on its own. It could do, but of course. The, the thing I have, uh, Don, is yep. this could be good or it could be very bad in the fact that the first Hitman uh, pack that's released in 11th of March, it could actually put people off buying the rest of the episodes. Say Halo 5, I bought that as a full retail release. Yeah. Had they release, released it episodically, I would not have bought anything past episode one. So I suppose you have to be fairly confident in the quality of the game to go about it this way. True. I mean, it could work if they were doing them, say, uh, every week, because then you could play a level for a week, try and beat it, like yeah. beat your friend's high scores and come back to it every night and be like, oh, you did it five seconds faster than me or something like that. But, like, th- let's be honest, Hitman games, while awesome, there's maybe, like, three good levels and then a lot that you tolerate. Yeah, there's levels that you'll do over and over again. I don't know if either of you played uh, the latest Hitman. Nope. Called, which was called... I've only played two. Yeah. Um, it was basically... Like you say, Gareth, there are some levels that are absolutely fantastic and you can tell they put so much time and effort into them and there's some that are basically just placeholders that weren't given the same sort of care and attention. I remember yeah. one that sticks out in the last uh, Hitman game where you're literally on a train platform. It's totally crowded and <clears throat> you have to make your way through there without getting seen and get yourself on the train so you're sort of ducking and keeping out the eyeline of people. Uh, Blood Money, the same, where there was that one on that festival where mm. all the party goers were in the street and there was loads of people on the screen at once. Uh, really fantastic. And if this delay can allow them to release really good levels each month, I think it could work. But I don't like when people say consume and that sort of stuff. How do we consume our digital media now? You know, it's changed a lot from even four years ago. We're actually channeling it and people are taking it and they're consuming the media. You know, I don't like that sort of stuff, so let's not say that, okay? You just did, though. Okay. But, oh, it makes my skin crawl. Okay. Uh, Don, you can, you can play Tom Clancy's The Division at the end of the month. Hey. This is quite old, isn't it, Gareth? No. I thought this has already happened. They had a closed beta a yeah, while says- ago. And, and they do another one? Another one. <laughs> yes, they can okay, if they want. Well, yeah, if you're into that sort of stuff, have it, it. If they're serious about getting this game, A, out on time, and B, working, <coughs> they need to be doing a beta every other day. Yeah. Because, fucking hell, games are so broken nowadays. And this one looks like it could be the most broken game ever, if it's broken Aww. at all. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> um, I did look at a few videos, and people have been saying how... Graphically, it's not really what they thought it would be. I know graphics aren't supposed to be everything, but you know, when I first saw it, I thought, "Oh, they're like watchdogs." Yeah. So they're not unknown to do this, are they? No. If anything, they're known for doing this. They're not. They are <laughs> known for doing it, Gareth. Fucking Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, Zelda: Twilight Princess HD will have a new dungeon. Now, Gareth, I don't know if you've played all of the dungeons and whether a new dungeon will get you to buy the hood pack. What do you think? So, I think Twilight Princess is a pretty good candidate for a HD remake because mm. there was some room for improvement there. Uh, however, this news is a sad news because oh. 
While a new dungeon should be a thing to be celebrated in a Zelda game, you can only access it if you have a wolf amiibo. Oh, here we go. Which, why would anyone buy the Wolf Link amiibo from Twilight Princess? Yeah. Why? It's DLC. Just let us pay money. Even if, like, I don't want to own the amiibo, but I want these dungeons, give them to me for, like, a fiver. Yeah. But no. You have to buy a fucking amiibo. It's the only way to access a new dungeon. And how good is that dungeon really going to be if you need an amiibo to get to it? It literally could be just a dungeon with nothing in it. <laughs> just you shackle Link up and then turn the game off. Uh, who's that? That would be excellent. Oh, talk to Don about this because I'm trying to find something. Thing, they're all, also though this same amiibo is going to open up another bit. I think another dungeon as well in the next Zelda game on Wii U. Uh, whenever that comes out, so it's already feeding into the that as well. It's like, oh god. Which means they're already cordoning off content on the new Zelda game that hasn't even been released yet. Oh, if Cloverfield 2 didn't get announced today, I would say this is the darkest timeline. Cloverfield? <laughs> who would do that? The, whoever is up in heaven listening to my prayers would do <laughs> wow. that. That's amazing. I fucking love Cloverfield so much. <clears throat> and if you don't believe me, go and listen to either of our movie podcasts that me and Don did. Because yep. I mentioned Cloverfield about six times. <laughs> well, um, hopefully the dungeon won't be as bad as Joseph Fritzel's. Oh, Jesus. Is God. that what you're looking up? Yeah, I was just trying to... Thought, I thought it was Hans Fritzel. Uh, but maybe Nintendo can do some sort of uh, sponsored partnership with him because they the people want darker games from Nintendo, don't they? Like more adult. They do. And I think that would really be good if you had to go around saving his daughters. <laughs> where, do, where do you go from there? And, he, and, he, and his other daughters that are also his grandchildren. But talking of grandchildren, Sony will send out PS Plus compensation emails this week following network downtime. Uh, it didn't It didn't affect me, Don, but someone who plays... Uh, the PlayStation Network quite a lot with their little Destiny game. Did you have withdrawal symptoms? Did you go all fritzel? Well, no, not really, because I just played Fallout 4 instead. No, 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 Gareth, Don, whatever your name is. You can't just say that. because, because that's the No, it didn't happen like that, though, did it? Tell us what happened. You went to play Destiny, it said the servers are down. What happened? I threw a brick at the window. Yep. Smashed up my table, kicked over a few chairs... And then thought, oh, Fallout 4 isn't online, so I can just play that instead. And then I, I can't still don't play that think instead. that's what actually happened. Yeah. And had a jolly nice time. <clears throat> the, the problem was, though, with their Destiny players was it was the final day of Iron Banner. And because it only lasts for one week, and a lot of people yeah. don't have time to play it for long enough to get no. to rank 5, they only had that final day to play to get the rank 5 rewards. Which, yeah, uh, you've got to... With it being down, because it means they couldn't get rewards. So did like, Bungie not just extend it by a day? No. What? No. Nope. No. How hard is that for him to fucking do? Flip a switch? <clears throat> yeah, it's totally easy. But <laughs> yeah, like, there's what? loads of switches <clears throat> in their development studio. There's <laughs> literally on-off switches for everything in, uh, in development. That's all it is in games development. But no, it? I mean, it, obviously, obviously Destiny's not the only game that would have been affected. Every other online game was affected. But, you know, that for... Destiny players, in particular, that was. N- the... Name another online game on the PS4 that was affected, Don. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. 
Okay, there you go. It's good. Journalism. Should have just said name another PS4 game. <laughs> Bless him. Uh, remember, obviously, we couldn't come up with what game of the year was. But if Don comes back and says actually Fallout 4 deserves it, then Fallout 4 wins, Gareth. Okay. Um, <coughs> I I think I might actually be okay with that because I, I don't hate Fallout 4 by any stretch. And you could always edit into the end of the podcast why you thought that was unfair on you. <laughs> Not a hero. Fi- Sorry, Don. Gareth, whatever your name is. Not a hero finally <laughs> launches on PS4 next month. So there you go, Don. You've got something else to play. Super. Yeah, like can't, that. Can't wait. So it's a side-scrolling shooter. Um, it looks like one of those indie games that Gareth likes to play. Uh, it's the team behind Oli Oli, previous launch on PC. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not out on the PS Vita, which I think um, is a platform which died too soon. It had loads of potential, and when I go back on it now and I play my games, I think, oh, God, you died too soon, darling. And I hold it, kiss it, and then carry on. And I go to the PlayStation Store in order to try and buy some stuff, and all it is is obscure Japanese RPGs. <laughs> So, unfortunately... Better than nothing, yeah. right? So, Gareth, tell us about this indie game. Uh, Not Hero is a fantastic game. Thank you. Uh, it's very violent. It's got that pixelated blood. How does it, or how original? The, yeah, I know. But... These indie games are almost becoming uh, parodies of themselves now, aren't they? Uh, almost. But it's, it's a side-scrolling shooter with a cover mechanic that's pretty fun. Different characters who each have different ways to play, so you can play the same level, like... 10 different times with a different character each time and it'll feel different yeah. and uh, really good yeah, writing condoms. you are yeah. working for a guy running for mayor called Bunny Lord who's a guy oh, with what a, giant, a weird wacky name yeah. giant bunny head on and for some reason oh. all the people running for mayor in this town decide to have different animal heads on oh a bit like the Hotline Miami <laughs> <laughs> so original so that's why we need Indy isn't it he's got really good writing though and it's completely yeah. like procedurally generated like insults and stuff. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Oh, yeah, it sounds it, mate. Mate! Uh, uh, and what's the, what's the uh, inner message? The inner message? Um, yeah. <laughs> like, what's it all about? Violence can be funny, I guess. That's already been a message in Hotline Miami. It's not funny in Hotline <laughs> Miami. <laughs> or maybe, oh. you, maybe you took a different message from it than I did. <laughs> Yeah, but when you whack someone's head on the floor three times and it just explodes like an overripe melon, it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is just me. Were you horrified, Gareth? Did you start crying? It had an effect on me. Okay. Well, uh, for those that used to play DC Universe Online, I'm pretty sure this was on uh, PlayStation 3. Uh, it's heading to Xbox One, uh, and there'll be cross-play... Uh, between PS4 and PC players. So Xbox One people aren't invited to that little party. Uh, Gareth, you're someone that loves... Uh, What is it about this one that you can perhaps uh, promote or do you have disdain for it? Um, I I don't have any ill will towards DC Universe Online. It's just... It's not the deepest MMO, which is why it works well on consoles. Oh, what are you trying to say? Nothing. I'm just, you know, you don't have a mouse on a console, which so PS4's got a mouse, Xbox One's got a compatible mouse. Yeah, but yeah. not like by default. Nor a PC. 
No, you have to buy it separate. Yeah. Okay, well, if this is the level of discourse I expect, <laughs> then I'll just so shut Gareth, my mouth now. What sort of level is this? So if I was to go into a cafe with you and your mates, I forgot what his name was now, the one you slept with after that tournament. What? Do you remember you went to a tournament in London and then you was like a groupie for the people? Do you remember you, you came to London? Was it BlizzCon or something? The, the, the StarCraft tournament? Yeah, and then they ended up taking you back to their place. No, there, there was like a little mini party in a hotel room. That yeah, I bet, I bet it was, mate. But, basically, what if we're all sitting down there together and I said, oh, that DC Universe online's pretty good. Would they all laugh at me for being so casual? Um, Maybe, but then... Yeah. You don't really want to care what PC players say because they think World of Warcraft's good and they're wrong. So. Well said, Gareth. <laughs> well, that's the news for this week, Gareth. Thank you for adding your part to it. And you to some extent, Don. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's music segment. I'm Gareth, the host of the music segment, every single week. So I don't know why I introduced myself. Force of habit, I guess. Uh, this week's music is from League of Legends. Uh, the people behind League of Legends, Riot Games, they released a free album uh, this past week uh, called War Songs. And basically it's a collection of music that's already been in League of Legends but remixed um, to be sort of more electronica style. Um, apparently they roped in some well-known uh, electronic artists. I didn't really recognise any of the names because it's not really my genre of music. Um, but it's a really interesting idea that Riot Games would just, out of the blue, release an album of remixed tracks from their own game. Completely free. Um, completely free for anyone to use. They're whitelisted for Twitch streams or YouTube games, anything like that. Um, you don't need to license the music to use it, which is just an incredible idea. Um, so this is from the album War Songs from Riot Games. The title is Worlds Collide, and this is the Arty Remix. <laughs> Thank you. 
hold our heads up high and beat the drum to what we love Risk the fall or we have felt it all come crashing down from far above Stars are rising, countless worlds colliding, only one will take it all Can we bring to fall the giants? Can we make the final call? famous predictions from jesus stating that someone will betray him nostradamus predicting that london would fall by fire and don goss saying something about hideo kojima for the 10th time in week in a row but it's not often we all sit down and do a good bit of predicting hey it's just not our job so we leave it to the professionals just over a year ago we made our gaming predictions and today we sit with gareth to sample the fruit of our loins so join us for back to past for our predictions of the future So 2015 has come and gone. Uh, we made predictions of what might come and what might go in 2015, <laughs> or before it even happened. We were essentially trying to tell the future. However, some of us were better at that than others. Uh, oh. Namely, don't want to spoil anything here, but me, I was, I was pretty good. Oh at it. God, you've probably gone back and edited it though. <laughs> I've definitely not gone out and edited it, but. We had three uh, three sort of categories that we separated them into. A certainty, so what we thought would definitely happen in 2015. Oh, I remember this. Things that we wanted, so just things that we didn't actually think would happen, but that we would want to happen in our wildest dreams. And then something that was actually impossible, that would never happen in a million years, or in one year, the year 2015. Yeah. So, 
Are we keeping score, or do we just want to... Well, Gareth, whatever we say, you're going to want to keep score, because I think you know that you've probably won. I have won. But, okay. Yes. So here's... Here we go. Here's Rob's certainty for 2015. Uh, Rob said... My certainty is that there'll be an oval-shaped ball game from EA. Uh, it could be <laughs> golf, but I'm really hoping that this year's FIFA 15 gets a sequel. So, oh, that bit of audio was really good, Gareth. I'm sure glad I got that one right. You did? Well, do you want to tell us which ball game EA released this year? Uh, was it FIFA 16? I don't know, was it? I don't keep track of that. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm happy with that, yeah. Right. I think maybe like a Madden would also count as well. So telling you were right yep. twice is impressive. And Pro Evo. And but Pro they don't Evo. make it. It's not by EA, is it? Shut up. Here was my certainty for 2015. My certainty is, and I think this may be controversial, that Zelda for the Wii U does not come out this year. It gets delayed until 2016 that's quite a good prediction actually Gareth because at that time we didn't actually think it was a certainty well but you put it down as a certainty other people did I did I I saw that they hadn't put anything out that resembled like actual gameplay or actual information about the new Zelda and knowing it was coming out in 12 months they would have had to so I just saw bullshit However, someone who didn't see what I saw was oh. Don Goss. My certainty was that Zelda is fucking coming out this year. Oh. They're going to get it out in time for Christmas. And yeah. it goes, everyone goes mental for it. I end up buying it, but not playing it because I'm still playing Destiny. I'm just more hopeful than you, Gareth, that's all. Just well, for someone who's gullible. in the stream of gossip, you can't use that excuse. I wasn't in the gossip game back then. You can't, you can't hold that. Me to count. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to proof check that. <laughs> True. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dylan, you're wrong. Okay. Things we wanted for 2015. Rob's answer was. I'm going to go for a new Elder Scrolls game. Mm. Uh, this is a maybe game because you never know. Uh, I know people are betting on the next reveal being a Fallout game, but I really want a next gen exclusive. Elder Scrolls game. Well, that seemed to fail pretty spectacular. It's almost as if I'm not not this a bit big-headed to say that the guy who ever makes Bethesda games hates me so much that they just rushed out Fallout 4 just <laughs> so Gareth could win. I I don't know if I'd go that far. I would. Because I'm obviously paranoid. It was just things we wanted to happen, not necessarily we thought would happen. But at this time, Fallout 4 hadn't even been released. Uh, hadn't been mentioned or told that we were going to get released. So a few months after that, it must have been bang, Fallout 4. <laughs> they did announce Fallout 4 like two months before it came out, didn't they? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It, it's like they've heard that. They were making the Elder Scrolls, but then they just literally put in loads of Fallout 4 sort of textures and then just knocked it out quickly. Yeah. Really pissed off with that, Gareth. Sorry, mate. Sorry. You did say as well, specifically, when you answered that question the first time, that Elder Scrolls Online didn't count. So you sort of disqualified yourself. Yeah. From even getting a bonus point. I think I think that I got it mixed up, so I probably should get two points. Because I think that they were also playing opposites. Yes means no, and no means yes. 
Okay, well, that's not going to hold up in court, but... Thank you. Uh, the thing You're I wanted for, for 2015... Uh, we all remember that in uh, 2014, Irrational Games closed down. Yeah, they did. Ma- makers of the Bioshock series. But I think 2015, Bioshock will be back. I don't know how, I don't know who, and I don't know Probably is when. Probably a bad game, Gareth. <laughs> but I think... 2015 Bioshock will return. And what I meant by that was that... Oh, here he goes. He's starting <laughs> to put down little sort of things in there. Like What I meant by that is not actually Bioshock. I actually meant NeverRealm Studio, and they actually released Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ken Levine left, and many assumed that was going to be the end of Bioshock, but I wanted there to be more Bioshock, because I loved Bioshock Infinite. And it was announced in uh, November... No, no, not the HD remake. No, no, the 2K have confirmed there will be more Bioshock games in future. Which makes <laughs> you can't take that. What? Yeah, yes, but it's going to be like a mobile game. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be fine. Bioshock will be a mobile back. trading game. <laughs> trading card. If I get some mobile trading cards for Bioshock, that will count as Bioshock being back. And that's what I wanted. So. Screw you, Don. Just because what you wanted didn't come true in Switch 15, which was... I'm going with Nintendo again. And I uh, I, I think they might start bringing back their, all their Game & Watch games emulated exactly as they were in, back in the day with the old LCD screens for the 3DS. Didn't happen, though, They did. should do that. They'd make a fucking... Didn't they release a collection on the 3DS of Game & Watch games? Sadly, no. I think they did, Don. You know what, they might have done. I think it was a compilation. <clears throat> so, Don, you got that right. Well done. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. I think there might have been a compilation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there, but I'm fine. Have a look, look it up, certain. Don. Take that point for yourself. Fairly certain there probably was, so I'm going to take that as a win. Yeah. Carry on, that Gareth, whilst Don goes and wins. Um, Do return home really happy like a caveman that's just got a stag slung over his shoulder. A slag? A stag. Oh. <laughs> Gareth, what sort of world do you live in? Oh, wonderful world. So the final category was the impossible, the thing that we knew wouldn't happen in 2015. Uh, Rob's answer was, he was quite sad to give it because you said... Well, mine is going to be uh, a game that I want to see made. <laughs> I've been wanting to see a sequel since it was on the PlayStation 2. We spoke about it on many occasions on the podcast, and that is Freedom Fighters. Um, I know that it's not going to get announced this year. I know it's not going to get announced next year or the year after even, but it's the impossibility, and it's that kind of in the same bracket as Shenmue 3. A new Freedom Fighters game. Oh, which is The Division. <laughs> you said even though this is something you desperately want you know it yeah. would never ever happen and it made you <sighs> sad knowing that it was impossible uh, I could have chose Final Fantasy 7 Remake or Shenmue 3 <laughs> yes you could yes you could have and you would have been uh, wrong oh no my impossible pick was mine is yeah. E3 comes around Ubisoft press conference Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> Gareth, you know that's that, going to happen. That's actually going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh, whatever. 
and you guys said, Gareth, you're an idiot, they're definitely, obviously going to reveal a Watch Dogs 2. And I said, nope. Uh, Watch Dogs 2's been announced. Yeah. But it wasn't revealed at E3. It wasn't. So you, you, you've, uh, we, me and Gareth didn't say yet E3. What does E3 you, have to do with it? Exactly. If you listen carefully, it's, we say Watch Dogs will be released in 2016 and not E3. <laughs> what are you about? Yeah, E3 has nothing to do with it. <clears throat> yeah. Except that was my prediction. That was wow. impossible. So I was right. Yeah. Not like uh, Rob's impossible prediction, oh, which no, I feel like he yeah. went a bit overboard with. Microsoft are going to announce that they're giving up the Xbox name. They're going to sack off the Xbox One because they realise it's just a giant fucking heap of shit. Whoa, that sounds like a fanboy. <laughs> That does. And, uh, yeah. and what they and what they'll have announced is they've bought the 3DO rights and they're bringing back 3DO. Oh, yes. They bring out a brand new 3DO console. They use the original shape with the rounded edges, so it looks like a flattened castle. Wow! And uh, their release game for it, they've only gone and secured the rights to the Last Guardian, haven't they? Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. a 3DO exclusive for all time. No, and your heart wasn't in it, mate. <laughs> was it? What, 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 you were probably thinking about Destiny or something. <laughs> probably. Oh. Why the 3DO? <laughs> because it was meant to be something that definitely isn't going to happen. And there you go. Definitely, definitely not going to happen. And it hasn't. So, correct. Never. Well, I felt you took the easy route there, Don. Uh, well. To get yourself one sympathy point. Whatever. But I think you lost that one, Gareth. You don't get a point for that. Yes, I do. Because you, you were predicting things that were never going to happen. Uh-huh. But what you years. predicted happened. Yes. So you, you don't get a point. You totally lose. Yeah. So me and Don no, actually get points. The audio will have played where I specifically say at E3. Mine is yeah. E3 comes around. Ubisoft press conference. Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> Gareth, you know that's that, going to happen. That's actually going to happen. It's not going to happen. And you yeah. guys are like, no, they're definitely going to announce Watch Dogs 2 at E3, Gareth, you're an idiot. And I was like, nope. <clears throat> no. You predicted, right, what you thought wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it has happened. No, it didn't happen. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. So because mine and Don's didn't happen, we win because we predicted what definitely wouldn't happen. No, I also predicted what definitely wouldn't happen. Just that mine was brave and and bold no, you predicted and heroic. The E three thing I spat in the face of Ubisoft and their cheap sequels. I said So me, me and Don do were happy we, we me and Don were um I don't know, I'm just trying to get it so one of us wins and not you. <laughs> but I'll have to come back and probably... How about, how about this? How about this? You up. None of us win. That's we good, actually. I'd, I'd quite like to win. You will one day, Don. <laughs> yeah. You're getting there. Thanks. You've got to go for the last breath. <laughs> I once went to the science museum. It was quite an experience. It was around a year ago now. It was a school trip and the members of staff were divided up to take four students each. Myself and the students in my care happened upon a 10 foot by 10 foot glass enclosure. 
and inside there were flies that were flying atop of fleas. Now I know what you're thinking, no one should ever take LSD before work, but trust me this was real. The tank was full of them, they were all dead of course, and each fly was painstakingly attached to a flea and then hung from the top of the display by string. I was in complete awe looking at it when one of the cynical students simply proclaimed, why, what's the point? He was right, what was the point? There was none. And with that, we moved on to the next exhibit. Uh, so what this was, guys, is literally these little fleas hanging from wire that you could hardly see with flyers put on top of them riding and they had little weapons in their hands. Someone had done that. They'd gone to the trouble of doing that and this whole six foot by six foot was sort of full of this full-scale battle going on. It's like so a that's, little yeah. real-life games workshop. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> that pretty much sums up our new section entitled, Oh, what a sad <laughs> So who have we got this week, Don? This week we have a gentleman who shall remain nameless on this podcast because I don't want to embarrass anybody. <clears throat> Not because I can't remember his name. <clears throat> yep. Who took it upon himself to set himself uh, a challenge uh, in the already challenging game Bloodborne. That's good to send just set yourself challenges we all do it every time we power up our game stations yep and when there's you and a mate sat there sometimes you'll make up your own set of rules when you're having yeah. a like a, a versus game so you know you can only use certain attacks or certain weapons or something like that just to give yourself a bit of a challenge or you know yeah. make it a bit more interesting but this particular gentleman decided he was going to play without dodging during any of the boss fights now <sighs> anyone who's played Bloodborne knows if you don't dodge you get hit and you get killed and the only way you can survive that <clears throat> is to counterattack every single time you get hit by the boss now you for a starters you have to be a significantly high level to survive those attacks in the first place and then be able to parry and get your energy back and be able to do enough damage that you're actually taking the enemy's health down at the same time which means not only has this guy spent the amount of time to level his character up sufficiently to do that, but also, and as you admitted for one of the bosses, it takes a fucking long time to do. So what, like, of, like an hour and a half? Like an hour and a half to, to do, like, the whole game? No. <clears throat> to no. do, like, one of the levels? No. Uh, to do just one boss? Nine hours. Oh, get ready, guys! Oh, yeah. All together in three, two, one. Oh, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come whoa. on, man! Where'd whoa. the O come from? I didn't know there was an O in there. Right, so all right, we'll get rid of the O. Sorry. <laughs> ready? Three, two, one. What oh, a sad. sad <laughs> Gareth, you oh. can't lag behind. Well, can, if I speak, the, th- the problem is right because my microphone, I'm recording locally. If I speak too loudly, then it'll just. I didn't say about being loudly, you were just lagging behind us for about five seconds. Doesn't matter anyway, let's not argue about this. That is a really sad thing to do. I would rather express my pug's anal glands, which I saw on YouTube the other day. They have little pockets of sort of pus that collects in their anus directly into my mouth as if I was sucking from a ripe coconut than do anything that that guy was doing. How about you, Don? I'd rather just play Bloodborne normally, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. I'd rather do that as well <laughs> if I could. Just just play it normally, you know. Yeah. Go through it on N plus, you know, N plus plus, N plus six. 
Yeah. Whatever you like. Do that. Do just do that. Don't also add the ridiculous nonsense of <laughs> not ridiculous. dodging to a nine hours on one boss. That's one boss. Just one. There's loads yeah. of them in that game. So what about you, Gareth? What would you rather do? Man, nine hours on one boss. I would rather peel my dick like a banana and then <laughs> well, rub it on a salt lick. That's <laughs> really nice. <laughs> so there you have it. There's our uh, sad of the week. Just to be clear, uh, if somebody yeah. came up to me and said, you know what I did? I completed Bloodborne without dodging. I would say, wow, that is really impressive. You are very skilled at that game and you're also a sad Yes, that's basically what the feature is all about. <laughs> we we don't doubt that it's impressive, but boy, is it sad. That was absolutely fantastic feature, Gareth. Thank you for going back and adding the audio clips too. Yep. <laughs> I will you. do that. That's that's and happened. That, that was also a beautiful piece of music. What made you choose it? Oh god. I forgot about that. Um It's good, isn't it? Good, it is good. But another thing that's good, Don, is that you've tried a new game, haven't you, darling? What? Yes. Exactly. Now, can you tell us a little bit about this game? Because it's a little bit obscure, isn't it? <laughs> I think you think that I've been playing Fallout 4. Well, I hope you have. Otherwise, well, you've just been lying. <clears throat> well, I'm not lying. But I haven't been playing more Fallout 4. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I went to go and play it at the weekend at my girlfriend's house on my secondary PS4. As you uh, do. As you do. Uh, and it turns out that you can only set one PS4 as your primary, and only that one will automatically upload your saves to the cloud. Still so, cloud. because I've been using my newer PS4, the one I've got at home now, to play Fallout 4 up until this point, that one is, because it was the second one I bought, it's not my primary PS4, and therefore all the saves do not automatically upload to the cloud. So oh when, I went, when I went to play it at my girlfriend's house, there was no saved game for Fallout 4. And there was no way for me to get hold of it. So I couldn't play it. So I had to play something else. And I did play something else. And it wasn't Destiny. What? Yeah. It was a game called Rocket League. Ooh. Yeah. Would you like me to tell you what I think of Rocket League? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah? Do you want to know what I think? This is a roller coaster I want to know what you think. Because that's what this section's all about, you <laughs> You're Right. Do you want to know what I think of Rocket League? Let me tell you what Rocket League is. Rocket League is... A browser game that has somehow ended up on console. Here we go. Go on, Don. You tell them. It's one of those games you'd find... These used to be Flash games all over the internet. You could just play for 10 minutes during your lunch break. That is what Rocket League is. It's just 10 minute waste... Just waste your time for 10 minutes, having a laugh for a bit, and going, yeah, all right. And then you switch yeah. it off, go and do something far more interesting instead. So do you so, think people like uh, Guy who... Uh, who plays of, uh, it for donkey's years on end. Do you think they're really simplistic minded that they're able to get such enjoyment out of it? It's just, it's such a, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's, you literally just, exactly as you've described, I just, it's a, it's a time waster game that you just use to fill in some spare time. 
It's not a game you should be... Oh, you be mean like plowing. a video game? It's, it's not something you should be ploughing hours and hours and hours of your life into trying to get brilliant at or something like that. It's just, that's not, you know... Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a browser game. It's a browser game. It's, it's no more complicated than that. It's, uh, and that's, that's it. What it does, it does quite well. You know, it's all right. Can be quite funny occasionally to have a bit of a laugh, but it's, but it's, it's literally, it's just, it's a 10 minute thing. You jump in, you have a laugh for 10 minutes and then you go, go, yeah, I'd, I'd like to go and have my lunch now. I'll eat the rest of my lunch. Yeah, it's a good thing. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, I got it for free because it was on PS Plus. Uh, and you still fucking win, Jim. No, yeah. no, because it's free does not mean it is good. No, but it means you can't really whinge. Yeah. I can. I can tell you as a game, I think it's no better than just a regular browser game. Na- name so, a browser game. All the uh, applaudits that people have been giving it, all the, you know, how it's amazing and blah, 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 blah. I mean, yeah, it's all right. But it's, it's, it's a browser game that's got out of hand. Basically. It, it controls very well. It controls all right. You see these people, a guy did this one. He posted a video. I think it was him, or it might have been Chris, actually. I'm not sure. The one yeah. basically re- did a reverse around the course and reverse hit, the, hit the ball going backwards and scored a goal. <clears throat> and they act like that was some massive feat of skill and dexterity that they'd planned to happen. It's not. It was an accident. It was just a total fluke of accident and physics. That, There's that's a fine it. line, Don, between accident and dexterity. <clears throat> well, that was an accident. <laughs> and so was I mean, Guy. Most of the time in the game, I mean, <laughs> I'm winning games like 6-2 or 6-0. You and liar. Half, and half, most of the time, you're able to score a goal really easily off the line. That's half the problem with it. As long as the computer AI decides not to jump at that particular point. You're playing point. against a computer? Yeah, because I've got no friends oh. to play. Yeah, I'll do that as well, probably. Yep. Uh, your computer AI, I'll give you the, your own teammates, I'll give you that. They are very well programmed. They do a good job. They don't just run around like NPCs, like headless chickens, doing nothing. They actually know the rules and how the ball will bounce, and they're really good at it. Um, which, for a game that works in 3D like that, is very good. But yeah. I was just scoring goal after goal straight off the line from like every different angle. It's like, and you don't even play like, football, do you? No, and it's like playing pool. You know, you just hit the ball at the right angle at the right speed, and it, it goes in the goal. There you go. Yeah, that's how easy yeah. pool is. <clears throat> that is literally how easy pool is. You hit the ball at the right angle, it will go into the hole. That's exactly how it works. Yeah, so. but the point is getting the skill and the precision to hit it at that exact right angle nine times out of ten. <laughs> But it's, but it's incredibly easy to do that off the line because the ball is just sat still. Yeah, when you're against wait. AI. There's no reason to play that game against AI. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> What's happened now, Rob? <laughs> well, earlier on this week, I love Friends, right? Bloody good, bloody good series. Yeah. Now, Matthew Perry is saying that he won't be joining up with the former cast members. Oh, oh there was a talk about a reunion, wasn't there? Yeah. Well... I didn't know why they were going to do a reunion. Well, but it's going to be just a reunion TV show or a film or what was it going to be? There's some the guy who directed the show. I think there was, there's going to be some like night honouring him. Yeah, it's, it just makes me sick. Uh, but so you didn't play Fallout Four? Not again. Last week, no. Well, I have played it, as you know, from last week. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to playing it again. I just haven't. Game of the year. Uh, not yet. I need to play a bit more to decide. 
Uh, okay, well, maybe at the end like. of this year we'll find out. <laughs> uh, this week, Gareth, I hope you don't mind me going first. No. That's what she said. Um, is Fallout 4. I've been playing it. Uh, bloody fantastic game. Really like it. Uh, it's my game of the year. Enough said, Gareth. Okay. Uh, really getting into WWE 2K16, <laughs> um, which I really don't understand. It's just, it, every time I play it, I just get annoyed that Gareth isn't playing it. <laughs> and I can't enjoy it because I think, oh, man, this is so cool. If I liked wrestling, this would probably be, like, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't like wrestling. It sucks. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't suck. It's still a good game in its own right. And I think if this is a good game and it plays so well, and I don't even know who half the people are, then surely Gareth is going to love it. And I think I'll always feel that way until he actually plays it and stops trying to go to Disneyland. <laughs> what if I play it and hate it, though? You won't. You don't know that. <clears throat> it's impossible. It's rewarding. It's deep. You still haven't played The Witcher. Because I've not played The Witcher. I only play good games. Oh my god, you make me sick. <laughs> sick to my stomach. I played Halo 5 as well, that game's awful. <laughs> like, really bad. <laughs> See, I, I, I want to play Halo 5, but... So did I. I bought it for £20, right? Thought, hmm, this will be nice. Put it on, and it takes itself so seriously as if to just... It hurts your brain. <laughs> uh, you've got uh, Master Chief, who's gone to AWOL. Now, the thing with Master Chief is that I thought that he always helped humanity. Yeah. So in Halo 3 and stuff, he wasn't really a member of anything. He was just this legend that was just fighting. Yeah. So the fact that he's now gone AWOL, presumably, you know, they shouldn't think, oh, let's track him down and kill him. They should think... Oh, he's a good guy, wasn't he? Thanks for, thanks for your help. If you want to carry on with your life, that's fine by us. But Locke, the guy, uh, a Spartan himself, is tasked hunting down Master Chief because he's found Cortana on something and they need Cortana. Uh, I don't know why they didn't just say, oh, let's work together rather than chase him through different dimensions. It's just so uninspiring and it's it's... Ugh, like, even game magazines were giving it, like, 6 out of 10. And when you imagine that that game normally scores very highly... Yeah. You're thinking, wow, so the multiplayer must be worse than it normally is, because it's not. It's getting all these controversial scores, really low scores, considering what Halo is. And I think as a franchise, it's just dead now, that there's not that passion anymore. And if, if you've got Halo and... Part of that is uh, Master Chief, who is the poster boy. People want to be Master Chief, as they found out when they did Halo ODST. Uh, and only about 15% of the game are you actually playing as Master Chief. Oh. And the the levels are so uninspiring, they're all set in sort of the green mountainous regions that you'll normally find in a Halo game, or sort of mechanical corridors. Nothing seems to have changed, which is weird, seeing as... I preferred Halo 4 over 1, 2, and 3. Um, it just feels like a side story. It feels 
as if not much has been added to it or anything like that. And it, I was just thoroughly disappointed with it. And I got <laughs> about three hours into it and literally just put it back on my games pile. <laughs> I, I have a question. Thank you. I, I genuinely don't know the answer. I'm not, like, taking the piss. Okay. Uh, but So, like, Halo 4 and 5, right? Is there even a Halo in those games? You know, the actual device uh, that they, whatever, Forerunners made or whatever. Uh, no, but Not the problem is, either. but the problem is, you can't then change it because of that. No, but they could call you it know? like the Master Chief Adventures or something. Well, it's called Halo Five Guardians, and to my knowledge, there are these things on different planets called Guardians, and they're like these big robotic creatures uh, that no one's ever heard of before, uh, and has never been told in Halo folklore, to my belief, right. as much to my thing, um, and. I think Cortana is summoning them all to one planet, and okay. no one knows why. So Master Chief's gone off after her, and Locke's been sent off after Master Chief to try and find it, rather than just working together and finding it, which would probably make more sense. Right. But then I suppose they wanted an excuse to split the campaign mode. It just annoys yeah. me that the game's called Halo, and there's not there's yeah. no Halos in it. Like, the Halo was an actual thing in the first three Halos. It's like the yep. main yeah. threat... Which is fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the and Halo's One of my favourite parts. Yeah. <sighs> but it doesn't seem like there's any story. All it is is that you'll go through a narrow corridor and then come to an open expanse in which loads of enemies will be dropped in and then it's up to you to just pick them up before you move on to the next open area. And, you know, there's four char- fat characters because obviously you can play at co-op, but I didn't. And each one of those has no personality. So there's no real story feel to it. Obviously, you've got the serious guy, you've got the jokey guy, you've got the good-looking woman, and then you've got the tough woman that should have been played by Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> but that's about it. And if you play it, I don't know the type of person that would play it and enjoy it and play it all the way through to the end. Because all it is is, with Master Chief... You'll do a certain thing, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm getting closer to story revelations. And then you'll go all the way back and play as Locke, just chasing Master Chief. On the same level? Uh, sometimes. Oh, that's lazy. Yeah, you'll do a level that you've done through as Master Chief, just with different enemies. Uh. And it's just totally uninspiring, and doesn't take the Halo universe in any different direction. Maybe they could have gone down to Earth and kind of done... Master Chief, you've got to come back to Terra Firma. Or something like that. I'd really enjoy that. Uh, but Gareth, you've probably been playing a lot of things this week, haven't you? I've played my fair share of two things. The first of which being Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> which oh. I have played. <laughs> you bloody hate that game, don't you, Gareth? You must hate yourself. No, no. It, it, it's fine so far. I'm only level 7. Um... I've been sort of going incredibly slow with it, so like just spending time in the first town you get to, which I want to say it's called like Vekheim, something like that. A bit like League of Legends. (laughs) (laughs) In these games you don't like to achieve anything, do you? Right, League of Legends season starts like any day now, and I'm going to get past bronze. Go on, Gareth! I'm going to do it, but this isn't League of Legends, this is Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Yeah. I'm a high elf summoner. I'm into dark summoning. Are you? Uh, 
I've been working on getting my clothing crafting up. Bit of provisioning here and there. Yeah. Is this... That sounds really exciting. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah. Yeah. What, what happens in Elder Scrolls Online is you get recipes as random loot sometimes. Go on, Gareth. And then when you recipes. use it, you memorise that recipe. And then when you go to a fire, if you have the right ingredients, you can cook food and it gives you like stat boosts. Great. It's Sounds awesome. Cool. I don't know why. I have no idea why it's awesome. <laughs> but somehow it just fucking is. Because there's like crates everywhere and you loot it and it'll say like, you got three wheat. And you're like, okay, that's cool. And then <laughs> there's like wheat. a... Because there's literally crates everywhere. You're going to like one little dungeon. Come out with your bag absolutely full of like a billion ingredients. Go to a fire and just cook a load of shit and get XP for doing it. And it's just... Something about it's just really satisfying. And then you've got like bread and roast pork so when you out questing with your friends you can be like you're the tank take this roast pork which will increase your max health for 35 minutes then they're like thanks and you're like yeah oh what is wrong with you <laughs> like <laughs> you never just actually play a game properly do you? you always find some side route and then just carry on down that until like lifting things in Metal Gear Fulton and everything in Metal Gear Solid now you've found you think you're the Golden Ramsay of Elder Scrolls? I'm not the God. I'm not the Golden Ramsay yet. Eventually, well, what, I might be. Yeah. But so you're like a woman equivalent of Golden Ramsay. <laughs> That's <laughs> sure. You know what? Yes, fine. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, just stuff like that because it's got that Skyrim thing where the more you do something, the more you level it up, and that'll contribute to overall levels. So I can, I can just make food for hours if I want, and I will level up from it. Or I can go out and do combat, and I can level up from that as well. And it's. Are like, we still talking about Elder Scrolls? Yes. Oh, okay. And it's that freedom of like, do whatever you want and get rewarded for it. That comes from Skyrim, which is kind of the best thing they could have taken from Skyrim, I think. Because the combat is always going to be a bit weird because it's all server side because it's an MMO. So the thing you want to take is the progression, which gives you a shitload of freedom, which is is what I've been enjoying so far. And they also allow add-ons, which let you configure so much about like the UI and what you can see, what you can't see. Uh, so you just have complete customizability of your entire experience, and it's is I've actually really enjoying it so far. Make the screen look exactly how I want. It. Level up by cooking things. It's just freedom which is which is always nice uh, so that's the first thing I've been playing the second thing I've been playing can I ask a question about it you can ask a question about it where does the online aspect of it come into it could it not just be a standalone game like the other other schools games? yeah because it just sounds like you're basically just ignoring everyone God. and people just say oh no don't mind that guy he's just weird he just goes around collecting ingredients you want a landline Rob <laughs> what, what does that mean there? you're on the other side of a baby monitor no can you hear me now yes okay that's fine um, okay yeah so what are you Gareth what What are you doing the short answer is this easily could have been an Elder Scrolls game offline yeah um, which is a valid complaint I've heard people say uh, but 
what's cool about it is that I can be online with like three of my friends and we're all in a group at the same time. And it'll be like, oh, I found a deposit of copper ore. I'll mine it for you. Oh, cheers. And then you take it back to town, give it to them, and then they'll use it to do their blacksmithing. Or they'll be like, oh, I collected some rawhide for you. And you'll make that go to the tanner and turn it into uh, leather to use a crafting armor. And it's just like, it's like a multiplayer Elder Scrolls game. Which yeah. I can tell from your silence is something that intrigues you both. That's fantastic good good for you good for all of you thanks mate (laughs) I'm having a good time I feel like the special child at school I'm pleased for all of you Elder Scrolls players out there he's eating glue but doesn't he look like he's enjoying it oh (laughs) (laughs) he's eating glue and he gets beaten up in the playground but he's alright isn't he he's probably gonna grow up fine he'll be Uh, be fine uh, (laughs) oh god (laughs) <laughs> it's so weird when you unmute yourself your microphone quality is awful for like 10 seconds that's rude sorry mate uh, the other game I've been playing is Diablo 3 you loved uh, used to play that didn't you yeah well this week they released patch 2.4 which adds a new island to the game uh, two new expanded areas uh, new dungeons for every single set new legendaries uh, brand new effects on all the sets to readdress the balance. Uh, more difficulty tiers. Just they just added so much in this patch, like they always do. And, Bless uh, them. It's it's Is awesome. it all free though, Gav. Is it all free? Only a hundred percent of it. How do, how do they maintain the business model? Because they also have World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go then. Yeah. So they kind of just do this one for a laugh. I think so, and I think a lot of people are still getting into the game because you know if if it's like fifteen quid now, and you know all this new stuff is being added quite frequently, then you pick it up. Yeah, here and there. It's on is it the same on well. Xbox and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, as far as I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thanks for that announcement. It's all right. I I get the feeling you guys were as a. Uh, entertained about the games I've been playing then. well the thing was Gareth we were expecting to hear about Elder Scrolls Online but you basically told us how you went around collecting wheat and stuff <laughs> as soon as I know what Elder Scrolls Online is actually like I'll let you know fantastic well I was playing uh, <laughs> Fallout 4 this week and basically what I was doing doing is going around picking up screws uh, paint <laughs> picked up a few nails uh, a bit of steel uh, then I went to somewhere else and I did the same thing again and uh, <laughs> managed to upgrade a weapon. Really excited, put a new handle on it. Really <laughs> nice. Then I realised that I wanted to create uh, a muzzle and I realised I didn't have enough forks. No way. So I went down the other end of the map and I found some a toaster, which I then broke down and got the components of. Um, I then... Uh, got some wood because uh, I needed wood for the handle <laughs> and I didn't realise I needed that at the time until you, you always got to handle your wood yeah so could you imagine if that was the Fallout 4 review Gareth Um. well the Fallout 4 is not online so you probably would have said oh yeah man I've got to pick that up <laughs> I was picking <laughs> that up that sounds anyway. fantastic Fallout 4 didn't need us to endorse it no 
But I'll tell you what does need us to endorse it. Go on. Uh, Only the Double Tap podcast that yours truly will be presenting on next week. You say, Rob, you're not presenting, you're just coming on as a guest. Rob, you're only a guest. Exactly. Are you guaranteed to be on it now? You've ironed it all out. I'm guaranteed to be on it. Uh, Basically, for those of you that don't know, uh, we were... We were entertainment on Audio Boom for a while, weren't we? We still are, as far as I know. Oh, we still are entertainment. Uh, basically, they've looked at us and they've copied us by releasing their own official podcast. And they're too lazy to do it themselves. So they get people on there to do it for them. Uh, and they talked to a lovely woman. I think her name's Alice. Uh, they said, could you do it at 12pm on Monday? I said, who do you think I am? Gareth? I'll be at bloody work. <laughs> Uh, and he said, well, she's she's uh, she's agreed to stay late at the studio, uh, so hopefully we can start around 5.30. And I said, that would be absolutely fantastic. So uh, I hope to be on there. I'll give you guys a shout-out, my homies. Uh, probably, um, hopefully, you two won't drag me down, so I'll sound like a real journalist. <laughs> <laughs> Without having to come down to your level, and me and Alice can have an intelligent debate about video games. Let's hope so. Yep, let's hope so. But this has been a really good podcast this week, gentlemen. Thank you very much for appearing on it as guests. <clears throat> You're welcome. Again. And when we get to episode 100, we'll all have a jolly chin wag. <laughs> okay? okay? But until then. You've been a fantastic audience, not you two. I'm talking to anyone that bothers to listen. And we'll see you next week when we delve into even more gaming news, reviews, and hot gossip. Because you've got to stay of execution now, get Don. Thanks. Well done. So we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> 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 <sighs> that was fantastic, guys. <laughs> <laughs>